Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for being part of the festivities today. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. Don't forget, you can go to mytalk1071.com. You can start submissions. Start submitting your men for menuary. It is already here. So if you want to nominate a guy who you think is very special in very many ways, you never know. They could end up as Mr. Manuary. Go to the uh, website and uh, you can enter that person for consideration. There we go. Thank you, Danny. Yes. All right. I've got a. I've got another. I've got to open up my package of beef with Justin Timberlake. Oh, I am ready uh, for it, Lori. I have been ready for it all afternoon. You know, when I was sitting in the other room earlier this afternoon, I could hear you yelling about something <laughs> next to the water cooler. Oh, you're kidding. You were, you were very impassioned, and you were talking to Colleen Lindstrom about mm-hmm. something. And I think it was Justin Timberlake. It was. So eight <laughs> hours ago, you know, well, yesterday, let's go back and we'll start GMA. In the way back well, Yeah, starting back with yesterday. And Lara reported it on uh, GMA this morning, just about how Justin Timberlake announced. We did know in December, it was rumored, a Canadian blogger that I love to read had said it was rumored that his album was going to be called Man of the Woods. And I just was like, he what? couldn't possibly be doing it that lame of a name but <laughs> yes indeed that is that is that what is the, the album name. is going to be called and then eight hours ago so this morning justin has said uh this is a song tweets a thing called this is a song called filthy by justin timberlake the song should be played very loud one of four friday night midnight eastern standard time now you think oh what is there well Let's just listen to a little of the GMA and then I'll dissect why the Friday at midnight is annoying, is annoying. (laughs) And there's going to be four songs that are dropped before this album drops February 2nd, two days before the Super Bowl. I think it's four videos that he's really. It's the song in the video, Donnie. That's what they do. That's how they drop them. You know, this is how they do it these days. Yeah, yeah. The song in the video comes (laughs) out. No 45s for Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Here we go. We're going to begin with Justin Timberlake making music news. Rumors have been swirling over the last few weeks. Now, Justin finally confirming to his 64 million fans on Twitter, a new studio album is coming. He released that little teaser video. It's coming out February 2nd, two days before his big Super Bowl halftime performance. It's called Man of the Woods. And the 10-time Grammy winner says it is his most personal album yet. He says it's inspired by his wife, Jessica, his two-year-old son, Silas, Growing up in Tennessee, that sounds fantastic. The video posted with just a single word. That word, Friday. So maybe we could be hearing some new music 
from Justin as early as this week. That's right. And the song will be called Filthy. And he's told us that. And the reason why I am so annoyed, I am going so crazy about Justin and his jeans and his plaid shirt and his Americana cowboy imagery. And his bathing which, in the water. Oh, a Cleansing real man himself. Going back to his roots. And he's earned all this money, but the country will never leave me. Uh, anyway, that's fine. Beyonce already did that. Anyway, back to JT. <laughs> okay. um, with the name of his first single, Filthy. By doing this, that song drops Friday. Yes. And he wants it to be our weekend jam. What's happening this weekend? The Golden Globes are happening on Sunday where Jessica Biel, his wife, has been nominated for her very first Golden Globe for her work. Her work. It is The Sinner, a, a project that she executive produced starred in i believe it was based on a book yeah she's in the best actress limited series category she doesn't really have a chance of winning although it could be a split vote it's jessica lang susan sarandon nicole kidman and reese witherspoon yeah but for jessica beale's career this is a big darn deal it's it's huge. huge her project golden globe nomination and look at the company she's up yes. against four yeah, oscar winners okay uh-huh. this is like amazing she has not had the best acting luck i'll just say that so what has <laughs> well you know it is a combination no, of yeah. luck and who knows and what the right it, roles or and... what if harvey was involved in jessica's Ugh. career anyway now jt has just taken away her shine he's made his news the latest news so when they show up at the red carpet on sunday when he rolls up with that insufferable smirk on his face what do you think he'll be talking about me have you li- me, have you listened me. to filthy yet yeah you can get it on videos. itunes right now you know what we can always count on justin timberlake to show up his wife that's why when the psychic prediction said that these two are going to break up it will surprise at least not us you know what i always think of lori exhibit a people magazine in their wedding photo yes from 2012 the cover justin timberlake jumping up, up with his hands down. up in the air and jessica beale is sitting there crouched down in her beautiful pink wedding gown. That's right. He had to jump up and down and make it be all about him. When she walked down the aisle, he had to start singing so that it became all about him singing. On their fifth anniversary on Instagram, it became about his music. And at the Oscars, when he was doing that little jig dance behind her, it became about his little dance. Yep. This is his movie, his favorite movie, his only move, me, 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 me. He couldn't have waited five flipping days. Exactly. You could have released it next Friday. He could have dropped yes. it anytime after yeah. the Golden. He has to dro- have it this Friday. It has to be about him this weekend. He is not an equal opportunity uh, partner. And where was the equal opportunity when he left Janet Jackson for dead? Mm, I'm still bitter about that. So am I. I am still bitter about that. So not, you know, I will never let that go. And mm-hmm. also, not only the fact that Justin Timberlake did that, but he didn't take responsibility for his part in it. Yes. And he tried to wash it away. Yeah. He did. Oh, and then, when, and then right. she was uninvited to the Grammys a week later, did he do it in solidarity? No. And no, he didn't. Not. And, um, you know, 
that was a planned pull of a wardrobe thing. He was, was in planned. on it, and it directly kicked off the decline of her career, which has never recovered. No, even though she gave him his first big break, letting Insync tour with her on the Velvet Rope tour. <sighs> I'm bitter. Yeah, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Anyway, I just think the whole thing with Justin is, of course. I think the new thing, and we saw it with Miley Cyrus with her Younger Now album, we saw it with Lady Gaga with Joanne. The thing that pop people are trying to do is they're selling authenticity. Yeah. Look at how authentic I am <laughs> to my true self. You know, of course, I, I'm brushing away all of the pop layers. I'm not on the wrecking ball but, anymore. Forget but, the Alexander McQueen armadillo shoes. But neither of those albums was particularly successful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because the you know the photos that we. I had, just feel like Justin Timberlake is late to the party. Like I'm looking at all the videos and I'm looking at all this this stuff and I'm like, you look like you looked at a catalog from 2013 mm-hmm. and you decided that yeah. oh I want to go. Man Even in, the woods in that now. video he had yesterday, he has yes. Pharrell in it because he produced a couple of songs. But he even has Jessica Biel doing some of the um, audio overtone of some of, you know, of Justin, you know, cold and alone in the woods and staring at something we can't see and kneeling in the snowy field. And she says, it feels like mountains, trees, campfires, like Wild West. But now it feels so earthy. He's making her say that kind of crap. She, so she's doing the voiceover? And Pharrell. Mm. Oh, I know it. Man. Anyway, mm. I hope he has some good songs. Yeah. But I do feel like, um, you know, I just feel like... He read Henry David Thoreau once and his life was changed. <laughs> and now he's off for his life in the woods. I am Walden Bond. Yeah, I he just, is Walden Bond. I, I am really mad, though. I am really still mad at him about Janet Jackson. Yeah, but I, I am I, yeah, I furious at him that he cannot let his wife shine. That every single time. Remember last year at the Oscars? Of course. The dance and then every time they talk. We're going to be watching you, Justin, on Sunday. We're going to be watching how you act Please on the red surprise carpet. surprise us. By not showing up. Or surprise <laughs> us by gushing about your wife and yes. talking about the Or just standing in the background. And saying nothing and like saying all nothing. the other spouses that yes. nobody ever You know, wants. and I feel like even mm. like going back... You know, Brad Pitt did that with Angelina Jolie he and did. vice versa for each other's projects. They just showed up in support of the of each other's projects. But that's projects. not Justin. I know. No. He, I know. That's not him. I know. It's always about him. He just bugs. He yeah. just bugs. I hope the music is good. Uh, I hope the music <laughs> is good. I do too. Uh, Coachella, are you were you happy about that lineup? Did you have I think Louis it's good. Tomlinson's reaction? Where the bleep are all the bands? Is this a festival? Yeah. <laughs> And then people asked, hey, where's your band? Yeah. Currently not on invited. hiatus, not mm-hmm. invited, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that these are good headliners yeah. and they do a good job of like Eminem as a legacy act. Beyonce's kind of in the middle. The weekend's hot and fresh. He is, but I got to tell you, I've seen the weekend twice. He's and- not a good headliner. No. Yeah. No, because he, you know his songs, but you could might as well just be listening to what's that one DJ they invite to everything to play at stuff? Diplo or. Oh, sure. He could be playing it. He He's not. He's that, not charismatic. It, not he's really. not a stage person. You know, looking at the bill of Coachella, look, if you're into music, I was looking deep in the thread of the lineups, and I think that there's plenty of oh, good yeah. bands oh, yeah, that are Portugal's playing. Oh, yeah, the band, Haim mm-hmm. is there. Yeah. Uh, 
Cardi B. Cardi B, that would be fun. I mean, yeah. that Bodak Yellow single of the year, that's what they're saying. That oh. that was the song that everybody was singing. Mm-hmm. Can't I was sing just it on so the happy air. when Julia and I had the epiphany. I go, Bodak Yellow's got to be slang for something. <laughs> and then we find out it's slang for something, all right. Ooh, yep. Yes. <laughs> all right, listen, we come back. Uh, Holly and the Dirt Alert. My- Is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi. Do you have something new? I have not been looking at anything online. Uh, a couple of new things for right. you. Let's talk a little TV news. A crossover is going to be happening in Shondaland, and people are very mm. excited about this. So, the stars of Scandal and How to Get Get Away with Murder, Carrie Washington and Viola Davis, respectively, they've teased crossovers this morning with Instagram posts from the set of each other's shows. So, if you're into those shows, woo, it looks like there's going to be a crossover sometime soon. Now, I don't know exactly when this is going to happen, but I would assume that perhaps February sweeps. uh, Watch for those crossovers to happen. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I like it. And also, congratulations to Ellen Page. She just revealed that she got married to her girlfriend, Emma Portner. She did this with a sweet video on uh, on Instagram. Emma Portner actually did. So uh, Ellen Page is not in this photo. They just have a picture of their two hands with wedding rings. It's very simple. It's very Mm -hmm. nice. And Emma Porter, I believe, is a choreographer. And so they've been together for quite some time. And she was harassed in her career. Because she was like such a star after Juno. Juno. And then we just like didn't really see much of her. Well, and she wrote a fantastic letter, open letter on her own Facebook page. And she did that like last year. Was that last year? Yeah, it was late last year. And she detailed about being harassed by Brett Ratner, the director of X-Men, The Last Stand. And she was harassed at the Cannes Film Festival, but Mm -hmm. I believe in public Mm -hmm. by him. And then also she said that she regretted the biggest regret of her career was working with Woody Allen. She did that movie to Rome with love. She's the mm. only actress who's uh, expressed regret about Woody. All the rest explain away. Oh, Kate, Kate Blanchett, Kate, Kate, Kate Winslet. Winslet. Kate Winslet, yeah. what has been She's her issue <sighs> with doing press for that movie? I don't know. I can't even remember what with it's called. Justin Wonder Timberlake. Wheel. With Justin yeah, Timberlake. With Justin Tim- I know. I was like, well, with Justin Timberlake oh, it co-starring It was a bomb. Movie. I heard it was Good, just because a it looked movie. awful. It did look awful. Woody, yeah. Woody Allen can't make good movies anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't like Blue Jasmine. I thought that movie oh, was... Oh, that was so depressing and horrible. I hated yeah. that movie. And Woody Allen can't write dialogue for modern, like, people. No. He just can't do it. Anyways, mm-hmm. I digress about yes, Woody digress. Allen tirade. Alright, so congratulations to Ellen Page and her new wife. Alright, moving on from that, we got a little music taste test for you. All right, This comes to us courtesy of one Liam Payne, who we're, we were just talking about, who tweeted at Coachella no, asking... that was Lewis. Oh, excuse- oh God, please, one D, people, don't come at... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I know it. I know it. It was Lewis, or as I like to call him, Louie. Oh, because you're close like that, right? Yeah. Well, okay, so Liam Payne from One Direction. He teased a new song from the Fifty Shades Free soundtrack, Ooh, and this you got song, on that one, huh? Yeah. So, but well, like Zayn Malik did last year with Taylor Swift, I don't right. want to yes. live forever. That was a huge hit, probably the probably best part gonna, of the movie. Probably gonna get an Oscar nomination. That song. I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine. So, I think Liam is aiming for the same thing, Liam okay. Payne. So, he has done a collaboration with Rita Ora, who appears in the Fifty Shades movies. Their new song it drops January fifth. It's called For You. Let's take a little okay. listen. Who's the girl? Rita Ora. Rita Ora, okay. Hey, you just said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Whatever. Well, oh, we didn't get to hear enough of it. I be You know what I like about it? I, I can like that see it's the up, montage. I, it's an upbeat yeah. song. I like that it's upbeat yeah. because the song last year, Zayn Malik's song, was a little slow. Yeah. And, and they've been trying to sell it. Remember, they did the crazy in love, the slow version, yes. that it was sexy. This yeah. one's a little more peppy. I can see her going shopping at, like, the Bentley dealership and then going to, you know, like, doing some fantastical... I mean, Free of shopping because yes. Christian Gray is supposed to be like the third richest man in the world. It's I like, feel like give the, us some of that. I feel like the Fifty Shades movies are sexy in their rampant consumerism, where it's mm-hmm. like the hot cars and the yes. clothes. I'm not really concerned about the sex no, or the but, room, but it's but like it, it but is, it's like hot cars yeah, and hot no, clothes. We like, like the that's, sex so in it. How yeah. We do like it. They they've done the spanking in the Red Room of Pain very nicely. Yeah, except the. Uh, didn't keep some of the authentic parts of Jamie Dornan, if you know no, what I mean. No, we never get to see the guy. No, but they digitally Enhanced put in... the pubic hair. Yes. Yes. That to Which, me, I was like, come good. on. It's like they did that with that other guy's face. They they he they did a movie, um, I'm trying to think, and he didn't have, maybe it might have been Army Hammer. Somebody had a beard mm. in... And oh, then they didn't have that? a beard, and then they had to digitally put oh, in the beard. I, yes, I know what you're talking we about. I about thought this. you were talking about Army Hammer's junk because they did have to digitally alter that in the movie "Call Me by Your Name" because he's wearing the little '80s hot shorts. Yeah, in that movie, and apparently he was so prominent that in post production they had to do a little wrangling because oh, he was dressing. Really, to it the was poking left. out. Yeah, the old <sighs> snail pant. Yeah, okay. the as it were. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I saw that one time at Lake Calhoun. A guy was pressing his snail out of his short, cut-off jeans. And as we got closer, I'm like, that guy's trying to... Look what he's doing. And we just screamed and started laughing. And he ran away, but he kept pushing his hands in his short pocket so his... You know, kept like it would coming out out the bottom. Yeah, looked Don't. like a snail, <laughs> nail pants, nail shorts. Not attractive. Yeah, no. Army Nothing Hammer had it. snail shorts and call me by yeah. your name. So try to pick out the scenes when you go and see that Too movie. Bad. Too bad. Spot the snail shorts. <laughs> New game you can play with your friends. All right. All right. Hey. All right. Is Blake Shelton hinting at retirement? Maybe. 
I don't know. So Blake Shelton, he is gearing up for his new tour. It's called Country Music Freaks Tour, but it seems that he has his eye on the end of the road. So Shelton went to Twitter yesterday to post a shout out to former NFL coach Bruce, I don't know, what is it? Arians. Thank you. Who recently announced his retirement from coaching and Shelton seemed to hint at his own retirement in a tweet. So Here's what he said. Watching Bruce, life story on NFL channel. He said, damn proud to call you my friend, coach. Enjoy your retirement. I'll be joining you real soon, brother. Hashtag hero. He just means from the voice. Yeah. yeah you think so? Yeah, just from the voice. Yeah. He's sick of doing tiring. that. Yeah. What do you think about those stories of the show being over if Blake and Adam leave the voice? I think that show is ready to be over. Seriously, yeah. who watches it anymore? I don't know. And yeah, nobody knows who won or hear anything about them. We've never or, had yeah. a. I it could benefit from mm. a little rest, but maybe NBC makes a boatload of money on it. Oh, I don't maybe. know. Carson looks <laughs> tired. I feel like everybody's tired of that. Everybody's tired. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, there is a new season of The Voice coming up, so at least it's going to be for a couple more seasons. And officially, Netflix has confirmed that they are making another movie based off of Bright, a sequel, that movie starring Will Smith that nobody Why? liked. Well, must have people, a lot of people must have watched it. They said it. that at least 11 people, million people watched that, and if you do the math, if you did it like, you know, eight bucks for every uh, ticket, it would be almost like $100 million yeah, in right. one weekend. I think yeah. it's hate watching. Huh? I think yeah. it's hate watching because it's such a bad movie. Well, well that could that be, too. but sometimes people that makes don't money. mind watching a bad movie at home versus going to oh, the theater. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. That's true. Let more bad movies be made and put on Netflix. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, let's find out if uh, traffic is moving at a snail pace. Yeah, you sold my line. Yeah, I know. This one's sponsored <laughs> by Discover Card Westbound 212. The radio home of, is season three any good? I have it on my DVR. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Yes, one of the beautiful things that the crown has given us is the opportunity to go back over and over to the vintage scandal that has happened to the royal family as we've seen it play out on the crown a couple few weeks ago we did the whole princess margaret and her husband anthony armstrong jones lord they're delicious snowden. yes lord yes, later lord snowden yes and uh it has uh come out in a new biography of princess margaret called ma'am darling 99 glimpses of princess margaret that uh the affair with princess margaret happened and we did find this out in the crown season one that he was still married yes and he was the he was the captain he was like the queen's equerry is that what you call it Uh, i'm not sure so we're talking about captain peter townsend Townsend. Yes. yes and he was 36 at the time that he began his affair with margaret who was 17 and in this book, it is coming out that they had started seeing each other in 1947, and it was common knowledge in the castle that Peter Townsend would always take a different room. He would let it be known. He would be put, be in the room next to Princess Margaret. Strategically. And as we nice. all know yeah. from when we brought a boyfriend or girlfriend home from college, the old, they're going to sleep in this bedroom, I'm going to sleep in that bedroom. Yeah. 
We know we're not married, but somebody sneaks in the other one. Drop yeah. well, and, and technically, yes, we are sleeping in separate bedrooms. Separate bedrooms. That's right. So that's happening. I don't think that was a big surprise because I no. feel like we saw that play out. You might not have seen her age. Now, one of the things mm-hmm. that happened in The Crown season two, in, in the second season, is that the whole extramarital activities that seem to be common knowledge about Prince Philip and his bestie, Equerry, his oh, valet. All of the scandalous things that happened on their world tour. Oh, the Britannia, the Britannia, his personal yeah. secretary. Yeah. And um, his name was Michael Parker. And that royal scandal 100% happened. Unprecedented things happened. And Queen Elizabeth was furious because at that time she and Prince Philip had been married nine years. And it was a result, what happened after that scandal when his friend Michael ends up getting divorced played a part in Prince Philip getting the title of consort. Yes, of course, because in the series, if you follow the crown, Queen Elizabeth gave Prince Philip the Prince Philip title in order to settle him down. Like, what do you need from me in yes. order to feel fulfilled? And that's what he requested. Because yeah, he felt very looked down. Yes. Right. So here's the thing that happened. So a few episodes in, maybe it's like the fourth episode, um, Michael Parker's wife, Eileen, 86 is their marriage. Even though Queen Elizabeth goes to visit her. She does. The other royal family fixer, the longtime, whatever that guy is with the fabulous mustache. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. He begs her to not get a divorce because he is so close with Prince Philip. They're always together. And the palace, after she announced she was going to divorce him, the palace had to issue... This statement, it is quite untrue that there is any rift between the Queen and the Duke. Ooh, interesting language, yes, interesting right? language. Mm-hmm. And Michael and Philip, uh, they were friends when they were lieutenants in World War II, and they worked on a naval destroyer. They were stationed on the same... So old military buddies. Yeah, and five years later, after he married Elizabeth... After he moved to Clarence House, Prince Philip, he appointed his Australian-born wartime buddy, Michael, to be his equerry. I don't know what that is exactly. And so Michael helped Philip get into his life as a public figure, even though, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, he could not do the same thing for his wife, Eileen, who was having difficulty being a palace adjacent person. Right. It was taking over her life. He was gone all the time. Gone all the time. And then all these things that dictated because she's a palace palace adjacent is what they call it. So um, he, uh, the, the royal staff got used to the two of them. Remember in the crown, we see them like jumping off and going off in their car to the Thursday Club, which oh, Prince yes. Philip brought it in, and also at night that they were doing things they and this and that. drinking and other things. Where have you been? And what they didn't show in the crown is that these two called each other Murgatroyd and Winterbottom. I don't think they referred to each other by those nicknames. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> they would tell everybody, well, Mur- we're Mur- I'm popping out with Winterbottom for a stroll, or Murgatroyd and I are going out, popping out for a stroll. That became code for the palace and even like their secret service names 
it became kind of. a catchphrase that they were up to no good. Oh, goodness. And uh, the one thing in the crown that um, is maybe uh, being might not be exactly true. It was true that he did write letters back to the Thursday Club about their escapades. Oh, and if we watch the crown, that's the the fatal flaws when you know loose lips sink ships. Yeah, so it was his secretary was writing the letters, right? Ah, uh, no, I don't he, know. it was Michael I think, Parker. Yeah, he, yeah Michael, he wrote the letters. Michael yeah. Parker was yeah, writing yeah, yeah. them and sending them to the Thursday Club, the exclusive club. And then they Prince would Phillip. read them out loud. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they were not happy about that. And so, um, anyway, 10 years after becoming Prince Philip's equerry, he resigned aboard the Britannia, as we see on the crown. Mm -hmm. He resigns. The resignation rocks uh, the palace court circles and the marital troubles. You know, she had to fly, as we see in that, she flies to Portugal and they and had a, they have the talk. They have a talk. They hadn't seen each other for four months, and she was pale and upset. He was his swaggering self, and Buckingham Palace then, you know, said it's quite untrue. Oh, of course, they it had is quite the untrue. Mm-hmm. But but it was interesting. I mean, because they. Watching the early episodes of season two of The Crown, then versus the later episodes of season two of The Crown. I mean, they're showing that this rift was, it changed Philip. It did. And he is very much a settled down man and in the second of the half of the second season. some the newspapers in England, including uh, The People, which was a leading Sunday newspaper in the 50s, mm-hmm. wrote op-eds advising Elizabeth to give her husband a promotion and suggested Prince Consort as a way of keeping him busy at home. He needs that's a how job. In, yeah. But that's how in yeah. the know the people, that people were, were. That people were at the time, and when Buckingham Palace issued the statement, they're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Wink, wink, nudge, wink, nudge. Wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. And Eileen Parker, you know, she got all kinds of letters from people who were accusing her of you know br- trying to break up the monarchy she of got course. like letters from people who are real royalists and that yeah. were mad yep. at her and um the judge did rule that michael parker committed adultery and the main reason she got that divorce is because his cleaning lady at his bachelor apartment that he kept separate from the family home mm-hmm. testified oh <sighs> That in fact, things happened there that didn't more than just cleaning. That's right. <laughs> the apartment. Oh, some cleaning going on. And, and um, <laughs> anyway, he uh, she wanted to disappear from public life, but she did in 1982. If you're watching The Crown, Eileen Parker did publish a tell-all memoir titled "Step Aside for Royalty." It is out of print. There's a copy on Amazon for $2,700. Wow. So, it's so fascinating to watch these seasons of The Crown yeah. and think of how much our culture has changed in the past 60 years. Yeah. Like Eileen Parker trying to get a divorce, and they're like, we can't help you unless yeah, you it's adultery. Ha- adultery. You have to show. Queen Elizabeth telling her sister Margaret, you can't marry the man you love, and then being the first person to grant a divorce of somebody in the royal family by telling Margaret, 18 years later, you can get a divorce. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, yeah, it really... Yeah. 
We've come a long way, baby. But uh, that queen, she's... The, the, the interesting scene was when uh, the queen went to see Eileen. And if you remember, Eileen kind of told her off. She did. She did, because they <laughs> were know? close. She knew her before. Yeah. And it is, they do know that Eileen, with interviews that friends and families gave the Sydney Morning Herald and things at the time that was happening, she did not like being palace adjacent. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I think she got left behind. Mm, yeah. But right. whenever she would try and say, well, why can't you be with our kids? Why can't we be with your family? He would always say he had Prince Philip duties and stuff like that. Yeah, so, she had enough of that. Well, they show that in the crown yeah. by him missing the birthday party of the yes. child. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you just you have don't Google during the crown. No. Because it's too riveting of a show. You're going to miss details. You are going to, I swear, uh, the Googling after the crown. Oh, I think everyone. Every episode, I think I had to look up something. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because it was, I was like, I got to know more about (laughs) this. This is juicy. Anyway, so thank you, Crown, for giving us some vintage scandal always. We'll be right back with favorite headlines. Love so soft. If your name is William Bradley Pitt, it's our favorite headline of the day. He uses his real given name when flirting with people at the coffee commissary in L.A. Hi, I'm William. Oh my gosh! I mean, what would you say, Lori? What would you say if Brad Pitt came up to you? And said, I like how Hi, Lydia said. I like what you. I like her game. Oh, you look like a Bradley because Brad Pitt is. Our, I mean, you would not not recognize him, yeah. having seen him in person. Three different times. <laughs> he looks like Brad Pitt. He looks like Brad Pitt. He's even better looking in person, taller and thinner, mm. but undeniably Brad Pitt. So I'm impressed that Lydia had the presence of mind to say, um, I'm Lydia. And he said, oh, hi, I'm William. And she said, you look like a Bradley. And then he said, that's my middle name and smiled and winked at her. And whoever this spy is at the coffee commissary. But did, did he just thank walk you. away? Did uh, they end up? She, he she just was left. in front of him. Oh, and then she got her coffee and left, and then mm, he I went up and a ordered coffee for William. I am William. <laughs> What's your name? I just love it. Anyway, uh, and then you know, so great. Love that he's he's always done that kind of rattled around LA on a bike motorcycle. Yes, because yes. you can get away from people. They don't know who you are till you get to the place. Yes, coffee commissary, Mel's Diner. Yeah, that's right. Sunset, Sunset Tower. Sunset, yeah. <laughs> Meghan Markle schedules an event for her next week after partying with tycoons in Monaco. Is that what she and Harry did? They just went for one night to Monaco? Yeah, that's what they yeah, did. One night, yeah, actually. just they, one yeah. night. They partied like tycoons with Prince Albert. And they flew economy I next know. to the toilet to get there. I if wonder, you are to believe. I... I I don't know. I wonder uh, what is she doing uh, next week? Oh, they're going to be presenters at um, at something that she does with with Harry next week. It'll be fine. She's on the royal. But I'll schedule. bet you anything. She, yeah, Kate will schedule something the very <laughs> same day. Because oh, oh, you Mark, you know. She's a little bitter that Meghan Markle got invited to Christmas, and she didn't. And the rumor, I read a blind item about them, Yeah, that the reason that William didn't invite Kate Middleton to the holiday Christmases is that he was just waiting for maybe somebody better to come along. Wow. He wanted to keep his card open a little bit, didn't yeah. want to make it official, Yeah, because Ooh. the Queen probably wouldn't have had an issue if he had invited his fiance. Yeah. Probably not. And look at Kate. I mean, she was 
at papped at the train station the very first day that Megan had her royal event. Of course. It's got to hurt just a little bit. You know, move over. There's a new girl in town. And she's beautiful <laughs> and she's a TV star. Yeah. Oh, and you walk the runway at college in some ugly lingerie back in 2002. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I digress. Yes, you digress. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Sarah, uh, hello. Sarah Silverman responded with love and compassion when she was insulted. Yeah, well, someone tweeted to her that she was to see you next Tuesday. She investigated the troll and then went to his blog and then found out he had a slip back disc or something. And so did she. And she hooked him up with doctor and like she found the humanity in the troll. humanity and he folded like a cheap mattress and they're all well and good. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift superfans are not happy about the ticket prices for the Reputation Tour. It is expensive if you want to buy in for the whole VIP Man. package. I ask you what 12-year-old girl has $700 I feel like Taylor around. and her team got really greedy on this one, and they're yeah. alienating their base of fan. fans. I don't know that I that agree. many amount of private listening yeah. sessions are going to... And I know Billboard had that story that the Rolling Stones have done this and Jay-Z so that they get more of the ticket price for them. That yeah. this, It's this whole strategy, but I... Uh, do we really care if Jay-Z, Taylor, or Rolling Stones make more of the money? Pfft, not right. really. Good business decision, but then I think with Taylor Swift fans, Her, as opposed to the Rolling Stones fans, who can oh, probably shell out the money to go and see fans. them. They exactly. have older fans. Taylor Swift fans are what, like 11, yeah. 12 years old? And I so. kid you not that Taylor used snakes on her actual Christmas card. Did you guys know that? I didn't no. see it, no. She, she's okay. so butthurt about the Kim Kanye receipts oh, thing. Uh, it really said, happy holidays with a candy cane snakes. Happy holidays. Yeah, okay. What but is she, 28 now? It's all part of and the listen marketing. listen to it. Yeah. May your reputation shine bright this holiday season. Love, Taylor. It's so on brand. It's just, I... She adopted the snake imagery because Kim of Kardashian course. did the receipts yes, and she, shared the secret audio recording on Snapchat about Taylor gave approval for famous. Oh, that was such and a then she said, moment. was it, wait, it's legit snake day. They have holidays for that. And Taylor, I, I mean, everything these days, I mean, break. that was such a delicious moment. I have to say, but I think what the problem, you know, I think that Bradley touched on this a little bit this afternoon yeah. is that Taylor Swift, people want some authenticity. Yes. And with Taylor Swift, it seems so calculated and manufactured. And I think if she had had this image, maybe even, Three years ago, when people were more open to the manufactured pop star thing, it yeah. would be okay. But then also she would get caught in the predicament that Miley and Lady Gaga and Justin are now finding themselves and in. When, Katy Perry. And Katy Perry, when they try to be authentic, it still comes off as way manufactured. Yeah, like true. we can all, Ooh. oh, catch I 22. I just think, oh. I think her audience of fans, though, that... Uh, they can they they don't have this kind of money no. no that's the thing rolling stones fans probably yeah, taylor okay. swift fans mm, i hope you have rich parents i just don't see a lot of people teens and tweens being able to spend 500 dollars for um, a ticket that would be no and 254 yeah. something way way yeah, up top that's going to be terrible sound, sound yeah. i think taylor should take less money and sell a lesser ticket price right that's just and, se- and then sell out and, and get the press that you sold out stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Emily Blunt says 
It would be my dream just to flip houses. I adore decorating. She oh, looks amazing. Yeah. This Vanity Fair uh, cover, which is the one that Rose McGowan has more to say, and it's the February issue. She looks so incredibly beautiful. And, of course, this is for Mary Poppins because right. that's coming. And oh, Emily yes. Blunt is playing Mary Poppins. She's in a very light shade of almost millennial pink. And, yeah, and it's her fantasy career. Flipping houses. Flipping houses. I think that her and John Krasinski actually kind of do that in their own way. I think they have sold, bought and sold some houses yeah. in Hollywood. So, And she doesn't believe in any social media. No, she doesn't. No mm-hmm. selfies. Thank no. you very much. But she doesn't have any social media at all. No. That's what she says. I just can't do I it. I believe he is directing her, and also he's in the movie called A Quiet Place. It's a thriller where you have to be, the people are, somebody's looking for them, and they can hear every sound you make. So how do you be that quiet? Ew. That's the, that's the premise of this movie. It's scary. It is yeah. weird timing, though, that she's on the cover of this because Mary Poppins doesn't come out till Christmas. Yeah, but... And did, A Quiet Place doesn't come out till April. Disney's doing the slow roll, Lori. Oh, all right. The slow, okay. slow roll. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. Okay. People, yeah. right. we'll be back tomorrow. X-Files are on tonight. And Grownish with Yari Shahidi from Blackish is on Freeform. Very excited about both those shows. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.